FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Hump Day. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I am Andrea K. Dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy, especially on Hump Days. Actually, really every day. And if you can, if you can't tell, uh, I'm in an especially good mood because we are rolling into a long holiday weekend and an opportunity for everybody to hang out with family and friends and just eat yourself sick, have a hog down on hog or whatever it is you like to hog down on. And if you were in your car listening to me right now, I know they say that the travel today, this is the busiest travel day of the year and that more people are going to be traveling today and this holiday than I think since 2005. So if you are on on the roads out there today, it's crazy in the traffic. If you're listening to me in your car, just turn the air on, keep it chilled in the car. Hopefully you're sipping on a good iced coffee and just sit back and relax and chill and stay safe wherever you are going to your destination. The man who's keeping it safe here in the studio for me and keeping it rolling is none other than DJ Carrot Sticks. I am keeping you safe for a second there. I thought I might have to run in there and do the Heimlich. I think you were choking a little bit on that cake roll. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of overindulged and was hogging down on a cake roll. Um, Actually, there's, well, I brought in a few varieties. There's red velvet cake, chocolate cake, and pumpkin cake roll in the lunchroom in the cafeteria in here. So, you know, I had to sample. I had I had to shove a, a few of the varieties in on me, and you it was a, quite As yummy. my mom would say, you had a taste for freshness. <laughs> yes, I do have a taste for freshness. Um, what I don't necessarily have a taste for is turkey. Not really my favorite thing. Um, there's far more things that I enjoy eating, um, but I am looking forward to Thanksgiving. I'm actually going to be heading down to Atlanta to hang out with family down there. What are you going to be doing, DJ Carrot Sticks? Well, I'm very lucky. All my family lives here, and so I get to see all my family. My sister's having it for the first time at her house in Carmel Valley, so I'm excited. Well, awesome. Now, she ain't one of them people trying to put in a microwave, is she? She's not trying to put in a microwave, but half the stuff will be vegan. Oh, child. Well, is she going to be doing the Tofurky? Do you remember the Everybody Loves Raymond TV show and the episode with Raymond. with with um, the mom? I can't remember the mother's character name. Where she uh, Not Mary, but she made the Tofurky. I don't remember the episode, but we have had tofurkey on the table before. I've tried it. It's not very good. <laughs> um, there, it's just nonsense. If you don't, you know, to me, it's like if you if you don't want to eat meat, that's fine. Then just you know, then you know, make yourself a pasta. But there's no, you know, it's like I, when I'm going through the grocery store and I see, you know, meat meatless meatballs or you know soy furky or whatever it is it's like just you know just come up with something else there's other options you don't need you don't need to force that on people 
888-344-1170. Forgot to, to give the number out if there's anything you want to call in on. Um, I'm in a great mood, but that doesn't mean that I'm not completely aggravated with some of the nonsense that's coming down. Let me tell you a little bit about on the show uh, tonight before I get into the hot topics of the day. Y'all know who Charlie Kirk is, right? And Candace Owens. They've got a little grassroots organization that's turning it up. They're getting turnt, as the kids say, on college campuses, turning, fighting against the liberal indoctrination and actually turning a lot of college kids on to limited government. And they actually have a branch here in San Diego and a radio show. And the boys from the Turning Point radio show here are going to be on the show in a little bit and talking about their efforts. And then we've got Here Is Your Chance. Coming up on the show, Bob Walters will be here, my education guru for K-12. K through 12. Do you actually have an opportunity in California to affect the curriculum? They are accepting feedback up until January, so stay tuned because at the bottom half of the show, Bob is going to be here. We're going to tell you exactly, share with you what some of the curriculum is right now. And what so what you have an opportunity to push back against and how you can do that. We've been telling you guys that this is really where the battle is. Change, control the message and you control minds. They're churning out our edu- our schools have become uh, indoctrination centers, not education centers. We've got that coming up. And a little Thanksgiving segment here, even though it's not Thanksgiving yet. We're the Pilgrim Socialist. We're going to answer that question a little bit later on the show. Um, we begin tonight with a supreme smackdown on the chief chump of the Supreme Court. Y'all know who I'm talking about, that Roberts dude. So uh, here's what happened. The Ninth Circuit Court of Shamils did what they always do, which is why they've been overturned. What, 90% of their judicial uh, opinions end up being either sent back down or I guess if from there it goes to the Supreme Court, and they've been overturned. They are a laughing stock to the point to where there have been considerations in the past in tearing up that that court because it's just it's where the lib- liberals go to judge shop to act, to push their agenda from the bench. So of course that's what happened the other day when when they smacked down President Trump and Jeff Sessions had changed the asylum laws to what they should be, which is you can't uh, you don't get to apply for asylum if you break into this country illegally. So of course that activist district court. The Ninth Circuit shot him down, and uh, so President Trump said that they were disgraceful and dubbed it a rubber stamp for his foes. Well, guess who decided to jump in? None other than Chief Chump Justice John Roberts. Now, y'all remember him, right? This was this was the supposed conservative that was appointed, but of course he was appointed by George W. Bush, which which is basically the same thing as as having an appointee from Obama. So Chief Chief Justice Roberts is the guy who said to when Obamacare was brought before the court that it was not considered a tax because if if Obamacare was was a tax, then it couldn't, it wasn't, the case wasn't ripe. It couldn't be heard before the court because it hadn't gone into effect yet and they could only hear cases involving taxes if it was already in effect. So John Roberts says this isn't a tax. So we'll go ahead and hear the arguments. Here's the arguments. And then what does he do? He rules it as a tax. That's the kind of nonsense that's involved with Chief Chief Justice Roberts. Obamacare was nothing but a socialist income redistribution power grab of the most important aspect of our country here, and that is our health care. And it is destroying lives, and it's only going to get worse as it goes on because we don't have a Republican Party 
that did anything about it afterwards. But that's who Chief Justice Roberts is, just to refresh your memory. And to the people at the time who gave him a pass, gave him cover by saying, oh, well, Chief Justice Roberts, he just must be, he must be blackmailed for something. That's always the excuse that people want to give because they don't want to accept the fact that he's no better than any of the rest of the activist judges. So in the course, so he comes out today in the course of trying to push back against the notion that courts have been politicized gets political. Because there's no other explanation for him to come out and attack President Trump, the president of the United States, who's the head. We have three co-equal branches, not three chambers, Ocasio-Cortez. He comes out and attacks the president of the United, the United States and says, oh, there's, not, ju- there's no Obama judges. There's no Trump judges. There's, there's only independent judges. Are you kidding me? That in and of itself is a political statement because it's so absolutely ridiculous. First of all, anytime you're politicizing the court, you're being an activist judge. That very statement alone was, was, was supporting what Trump's assertion is. Because it has to be politics because I, otherwise I have to think that this chief chump is mind-numbingly stupid. That he's so politically unaware of what is going on with the politicizing of the courts particularly with the particularly with the Ninth Circuit that he's actually putting out the notion that there's no activist judges anywhere if he's that stupid or if he's that got Alzheimer's or that delusional or that with dementia if if he actually believes that he's not fit to be on the court he doesn't have any common sense he doesn't have any rationality he doesn't have any legal expertise he certainly doesn't need to be chief justice But what he is is a liberal. He's a power-mad politician in a black robe. And that's what he proved with that statement today. Because what was the the assertion underneath that statement? The same assertion that we've been hearing about the FBI and the DOJ. Oh, you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to criticize an institution. Oh, I'm Chief Justice Roberts. We judges in robes. We're, We're not, we're above any kind of criticism. Well, there it is. The very fact that he spoke up at all to President Trump proves he's nothing but a political hack. What we need to be looking at at this country is the fact that these, the Supreme Court is just as out of control as the rest of the lower courts. We're just lucky right now that we got Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. And any, in, 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 I've got an example coming up later on the show of a court case that took place out of Michigan that just goes to show how insane the lower courts are. So shame on Chief Chump Roberts for that statement. Now joining me uh, when we come back from the break is going to be turn- the uh, young men from Turning Point, U- from College Voice Radio, Turning Point USA here in San Diego. It's Skyler and David. Don't go anywhere. More Andrea Kisher coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. 
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Would you give up precious family memories this Thanksgiving with your kids and go to Afghanistan or the Sudan to serve our nation? Thousands of American women and men won't be home. They have proudly answered our nation's call. Many have been on seven, eight, even ten tours of duty. And sadly, as we all get very busy heading into our holidays, these brave men and women are all but forgotten. Most people making plans to enjoy their upcoming Thanksgiving, won't you help out or give online? Care packs are ready to go to our armed forces overseas. Call in, dictate a greeting, and the number of care packs you would like to send. Your gift of $100 sends four care packs to a serviceman or woman who won't be with their family this Thanksgiving. And each $100 donation will send you a $20 gift card to Richard Walker's Pancake House. Go to the phone right now and help out. 855, the number 7, and the word troops. 855 877-6677. That's 855, the number 7, and the word troops. Or give online at theanswersandiego.com. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass the refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. Enter for a chance to win a free copy of the book, Why We Fight, by Sebastian Gorka. America needs a clear, unifying doctrine if we are to succeed in the war on terror, says security, strategy, and counterterrorism expert Sebastian Gorka, author of national bestseller, Defeating Jihad, and former deputy assistant to the President of the United States. Enter now for your chance to win one of five copies of this book from The Answer San Diego. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com or tap the app to check out and participate in today's contest, polls, and surveys. The Mentors, this Saturday at noon on The Answer San Diego. This is Tom Laurie. Join me this weekend as we talk to Dave Mosby, author of The Paradox of Excellence and the founder and CEO of the E2I.Academy Entrepreneurs Bootcamp, which is a must for the world-renowned Karitsu Forum and angel groups around the world. Dave and I will be talking about the problems of excellence and how to structure that perfect pitch. The Mentors, Saturdays at 12 p.m. on The Answer San Diego. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. 888-344-1170. If y'all would like to chime in, 
call in anything on your mind what you're thankful for what are you looking forward to eating tomorrow on thanksgiving what do you what are you not looking forward to eating is there anything anybody in your family makes like a grandma or an aunt and you see it on the and you see it on the table and they're scooping it up or they're expecting you to eat it and you're just like oh no oh oh heck no that ain't happening whatever's on your mind hey I'm super excited to have it in the studio with me tonight two amazing young men I'm curious to find out what they're up to uh, this uh, Thanksgiving weekend um, but what they've been up to on the college campuses here in San Diego is really what's of interest y'all know about this little little nothing organization by Charlie Kirk and Candace Owens, right, called Turning Point USA. Well, they now have a chapter here, two chapters, right, in Mm -hmm. in San Diego. And joining me now to talk about that are Skylar and David. And they've actually got not just chapters here for Turning Point USA in San Diego, but a radio show that's here on uh, on AM 1170 on Saturdays called College Voice. Hey, guys, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Uh, Thank Thank you you for for having having us. us. Yeah, Yeah. we really appreciate it. We're uh, like you said, we're from Turning Point USA. We actually have a couple other chapters in the area, but we're definitely the biggest ones right now. But we're super excited to be spreading this kind of message to young conservatives. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they get yeah. more inspired to join the movement. Well, before we get into that a little bit, okay, yeah. we got to talk Thanksgiving yeah. and Turkey Day. Yeah, of course. Oh. Okay, of right. Course. So what what is your like favorite tradition, your favorite thing to eat? And is there anything that you really like to avoid to eat on Thanksgiving? I mean, because everybody likes to act like, oh, I just love this holiday. The food's so great. I'm like, come on now. I know I got family members cooking up stuff yeah. that, I, that I had to feed to the dog under the table when I was a kid. Stuffing. Stuffing 100%. I love stuffing. Yeah. I can't get enough of it. And the thing I don't like about Thanksgiving is like they'll serve rolls as appetizers and it's like like gross <laughs> bread rolls and it's like we're just about to eat like a 25 pound turkey and stuffing and you're giving us bread like what, are, you like anti, are you anti-gluten? Are you <laughs> yeah, anti-gluten? Is that no, what that is? Stuffing is all bread. That's oh, why I don't so want more. Oh, you think it's more. redundant. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it fills you up. Okay. No, I, I completely disagree. Stuffing <laughs> is by far the worst oh, dish to have at Thanksgiving. God. I cannot... No, I cannot <laughs> deal with stuffing. I can't do it. Okay, well, uh, well first, okay. Oh, go, go on. Yeah, I got to say, okay, maybe I'm not the authority on the subject because my favorite thing at Thanksgiving is that, like, really, like, processed, dumb, like, cranberry sauce. To, like, you mean, like, it comes out the can, yeah, like, but they inject it from the can? Yeah, like, it's way better than that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if you can my, talk about stuffing. Yeah, then. maybe I'm not the authority on this, okay? <laughs> but I really like the turkey and, like, that really bad can cranberry sauce like i love that and i can't stand stuffing dude that's okay nasty. well okay first of all i gotta educate y'all and then we can talk about <laughs> y'all educating kids on college campuses yeah. it's dressing it's not stuffing okay no that's a, okay what do you call salad dressing then i was just having a conversation with this with someone from the south and they're like we call it dressing and i'm like what yeah. do you call salad what is ranch then is that just yeah, is ranch? That dressing it's sal- that's salad dressing see we're able to distinguish different types of dressing in the south but why make it complicated just have two, <laughs> just have two but, different words well stuffing don't you think it's complicated if so- if you're eating something called stuffing but ain't been stuffed in nothing it's stuffing you with bread oh, okay. <laughs> all right um let's get back to some education because that's really what y'all are yeah. about. In yeah. the middle of trying to get your own your own education so you can go forth in life, mm-hmm. you've gotten yourselves involved in educating other kids about the realities of policies, what this country is all about. Turning Point USA is about trying to, it, it's really kind of nonpartisan. It's about mm-hmm. let's take the labels off, right? Mm-hmm. And let's try to get these kids, because our schools have been taken over and turned in from education centers into indoctrination centers. Oh, and kids aren't being taught anything, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys are a part of trying to educate other kids. Mm-hmm. Why are y'all doing that? What, what's this all about? 
Uh, well, I do like that you point out that we're nonpartisan because that actually is a huge deal. I actually was on the executive board of College Republicans at my school, and I stopped uh, being on their executive board to start this because it wasn't uh, helping out with the conservative movement. It really wasn't. And I'm really happy that uh, we have a nonpartisan group going in there to educate students. And what I find particularly fascinating is that while we're out there tabling, people will obviously come up to us. A, a lot of people will come up and be like really friendly, like, oh, I can't believe like we have one of you here. Like, I didn't know that they were conservatives on this mm -hmm. campus, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And then other times we'll have people come up very hostile, uh, really like tearing into yeah. our signs that we have. <laughs> and we we discuss that a lot on our show, actually, the yeah. absurd things that yeah. people say about our signs. Yeah. Yeah. What's cool about Turning Point USA, again, you mentioned how we're not, we have no party affiliation. So we really focus on principles, fundamentals, values, right? We always talk about, you know, your rights as an American. We talk about free speech a lot, yep. Second mm -hmm. Amendment. We talk about free market capitalism. And like you said, colleges now, I mean, the liberal orthodoxy has infiltrated the curriculum, academia. And like I say, it permeates down to the students. So I, we're just yeah. out there trying to make a change like a real change on the ground with right yeah. i mean it's yeah. gotten so crazy right that they're saying thanks thanksgiving is racist right <laughs> oh, yeah yeah we were just talking about that actually yeah uh, on our on our show on saturday you'll hear us talking about how some colleges are saying or having events or they're like posting on twitter or things of that sort yeah. that thanksgiving is an active celebration mm -hmm. of native american genocide yeah. those are the terms yeah. they use these yeah. i'm not making this up i'm yeah. not like exaggerating these are the words they use to describe yeah how uh, terrible thanksgiving yeah. is you didn't think you were propagating native american genocide when you were eating turkey with your family did you no yeah. i mean it is <laughs> it, and, and does right? the does the turkey symbolize the death of of a native american i don't even understand how they're connecting the dots here i mean that's yeah, insane it's, it well there aren't any dots to connect they yeah. just decided that it, yeah. you know since there's this history of thanksgiving apparently it's ongoing and we need to be yeah. uh you know tearing down thanksgiving yeah. at every turn just because of some problems in the uh -huh. past and well it's it's about trying to tear down every every the the cult they're it's all a part of the cultural Marxist movement meant mm -hmm. to tear down every aspect of traditional America, tear apart yeah, the fabric, yeah. the fabric of America, try to try to convince uh, kids that the going all the way back to the beginning to delegitimize this country by yeah. going back to its beginnings uh -huh. and saying that we're an illegitimate country. Yeah. We're nothing but a bunch of racists. There's nothing yeah, good about America so that we yeah. will then accept the fact that they want to usher us yeah. into Venezuela style socialism. We, we were talking <laughs> right? about that, like how they read stuff, like they read stuff into Thanksgiving. They read in, it's like a colonial holiday and we need to de-romanticize it. They read into American history. Like we were just talking, I mean, America was founded by a bunch of ingenious, inventive leaders, and they happened mm -hmm. to be white men. However, the left views it as, first and foremost, they were white men, and therefore the yeah. system that subsequently followed from mm -hmm. what they did is only of benefit to white men, and anything that results from it is just racism yeah. and oppression and patriarchy and all this. And this is, yeah. this is these are classes at our school. I mean, you could major <laughs> in, in, in social inequality at UCSD, for example. That's and a major. And, and what are you supposed to do with that degree when you Janitor. get Janitor. You yeah. Can be a <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can be a janitor. You can yeah. go clean up people's yeah. Thanksgiving yeah. feasts. Afterwards. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, so let's talk about some of the what you're going to do on your show because mm -hmm. we're super excited that you guys are not just have your 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 um, your clubs here, your yeah. groups, but talk about the show. Yeah. So we accept that you know we're undergraduate students. We're not an expert on every single policy issue, mm -hmm. obviously, but we know what's happening on boots on the ground what's happening yeah. on our college campuses yeah and what's crazy to us is that this stuff isn't really going reported like no one really talks about it there are some like special instances where mainstream media will pick it up but there is 
it's, it's kind of normalized on college campuses too. There's so much that goes on across the country on our college campuses mm-hmm. that no one talks about. And it's turning potential voters and potential candidates in the future into these extreme radical leftists. And mm-hmm. we just need to uh, have, we just need to be combating that more. And the reason that we have our radio show is to show other like-minded conservatives, yeah. uh, especially our age, that there's another alternative yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. They don't have uh-huh. to fit into this monolith. Uh-huh. And we, we think, too, that the media is really doing a great disservice to people like Skylar and I. I mean, they portray, and you would you would think it if you looked at college campuses, that it's one giant liberal progressive monolith of mm-hmm. students, mm-hmm. but that's simply not the case. I mean, they're the loudest, no doubt, but in mm-hmm. terms of numbers, I mean, there I think there are probably, a, there's a silent conservative majority on UCSD, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't expect that, so part of the show is is to try to tell people like that, you know, don't be afraid to speak out against this mm-hmm. liberal orthodoxy. They may be loud, they may be powerful in a lot of instances, they control the reins of power in academia, Hollywood, mm-hmm. you know, music, everything. But there's more of us that think alike than they than they do. They just happen to be loud at this moment in time. Well, that's right. And they're yeah. they they're really good at being bullies mm-hmm. and bullying yep. people into silence. Um, but like all bullies, if you start to punch back, you know, they'll back down yeah. a, a little bit. Exactly. Um, before the show tonight, we were talking about uh, you and I were talking about a story that I covered last week. I think it was about mm-hmm. Betsy DeVos. Oh, yeah. On the heels line. of Kavanaugh and this yep. whole Me Too movement meant mm-hmm. to it's again, it's a part of the cultural Marxist movement to declare all men evil, male toxicity, male privilege. Uh huh. Uh, you know, uh, Betsy DeVos came out with an, an education plan that basically protects the rights of the accused. I had no idea to the extent that the Obama administration had removed oh, the rights God. of accused young men Incredible. on college campuses. You didn't have yep. the right. If you were accused, you were basically considered guilty. You didn't have the right mm-hmm. to question your accuser. Mm-hmm. You didn't have the right to see evidence. No. And the accusations could involve in, in, not even on the campus. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, yeah part of the, some of the most controversial parts of the of Betsy DeVos's reform are merely stuff like oh by the way a sexual harassment assault has to happen on campus or under campus supervision for it to be of campus business it's not even controversial things it's common yeah. sense and and like for example the definition the the Obama era definition was a very broad based um you know ambiguous definition with nothing by which you yeah. could compare the allegation at hand it's with. all up to you know an individual's interpretation yeah, doesn't exactly. really have any solid exactly. uh, objective stances so, to it. I mean, Betsy DeVos, I think, personally, I'm for it, and it's mm-hmm. it's hard to speak because we're both men or whatever, but we, I mean, it's it's worrisome after we saw what happened with Kavanaugh, and especially what's happening on college campuses. A lot of people call them kangaroo courts, and that's kind of what what yeah. they've become. So this is, it's just an attempt to level the playing field. I mean, both Well, be- I don't even see it as... Uh, Betsy DeVos is trying to empower the accused. Mm. I, I see it more as she's just trying to get the evidence out there and have a more structured administrative process. Mm-hmm. And I actually think that it's going to be very beneficial for uh, the the victims, the accusers, because this process is going to get more evidence out there. And if something yeah. really mm-hmm. did happen, I want that evidence to uh, be out there. Like for right. example, I want the accused... Yeah. To be punished yeah. if something actually happened. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what the genius of our U.S. Constitution and the rule of law and innocent until proving guilty and uh-huh. our entire due process uh, system does. It's not perfect, but it, prov- it it puts the burden on the accuser, which it uh-huh. should be. It should, you yeah. should want yeah. the burden to be on the accuser because that protects everybody against an overreaching government and 100%. it forces evidence to be brought to the fore. Exactly. So you're going to have more cases of crimes actually prosecuted and committed uh-huh. and you're going to have more innocent people allowed to go free. It actually exactly. benefits everybody and the people that really don't want that, that want guilty un- un- until proven innocent, n- don't ever think it's going to 
to happen to them. No, and yep. even women 100%. out there, need, right? They even women out there need to understand uh-huh. that they could they could be on the on the bad end of, uh, on the bad end of that. Mm-hmm. Um, in the minute we have left, to wrap it up for me about your goals for the show and how people can hear it. Um, so basically, so we're on here at AM ninety six uh, or sorry FM ninety six one San Diego North County AM eleven seventy mm-hmm. um, San Diego the answer every Saturday seven to seven thirty. Uh, we're just out there trying to introduce some new perspectives. People, again, look at college campuses and don't think of conservative, but there are a lot of us out there, and we want people to be able to speak out and not be scared. Yeah. We share our stories. We share stories of similar uh, college students in some similar situations, mm-hmm. and we really want to expose the liberal yeah. bias, abuse, and indoctrination that's happening on our college campuses. Well, I love that you guys are doing this. Mark Levin said in his book, Liberty and Tyranny, that the left took over the the education systems, but also the media in this Uh country. And he called on good conservatives to get involved and get your voices out there. And that's what you guys are doing. So love it. Thank you so much for for being here. And happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) Bye, guys. Thanks so much. Thank you. Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. One lucky VIP club member could win their mortgage or rent paid for for an entire year. It's a Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. It's easy to enter. Enter to win by visiting TheAnswerSanDiego.com or tap the Answer San Diego app to check out and participate in today's contests, polls, and surveys. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle, and it's here to make your life just a little bit easier. If you've been looking to add a couple extra Benjamins to your pocketbook, look at joining the VIP club at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Then enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle and a chance to have your mortgage or rent paid for for an entire year. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com and the Christmas Mortgage Miracle. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com for your chance to enter and a complete list of rules. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com for your chance to enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle and your rent or mortgage paid for an entire year. Must be a member of the Answer San Diego VIP Club to be eligible. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego to learn more. Attorney Paul Hanks at the Santee Legal Center is ready to serve your estate planning needs with a powerful and ironclad living trust package. A comprehensive living trust avoids probate, protects your beneficiaries, and saves time and money. The process to obtain a living trust package should be simple and affordable. Do not be misled into thinking a high price means a better living trust. Attorney Paul Hanks at the Santee Legal Center will perform a free, personalized evaluation of your estate and match you with the correct living trust package at a great price, backed by a low price guarantee. 
You've worked hard to acquire a home and build wealth over the years, and now is your time to protect and preserve your estate. The last thing you want your heirs to deal with is a costly and prolonged probate proceeding after you've passed away. A living trust is the optimum estate planning tool and will bring you peace of mind. Go to SanteeLegalCenter.com for more information or email radio at SanteeLegalCenter.com. Do it today and rest easy tomorrow. That's SanteeLegalCenter.com. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's show. I, we got kind of a little bit of an education theme here, but that's because I've started to do a lot of education segments on the show. Uh, while the Republican Party and Republicans were busy starting businesses, raising families, being productive members of society, the left was taking over our school systems to indoctrinate uh, kids. In uh, we, uh, my buddy Bob Walters, who literally wrote the book. Facing Reality in American Education is one of the people that he's my go-to guy and he's done the most of anybody I've seen to bring to shed light on this issue. And we actually have an opportunity here in California to change the curriculum. Well, I, I, I don't know that I should say change the curriculum. We can give feedback now. We have until January 11th to give feedback on the health framework draft, of, which is uh, from the California Department of Education. And here to discuss this is the man who wrote the book, Bob Walters. Hey, Bob, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to uh, be here. Yeah. Okay. Before we talk about this, I got to ask you what your plans are tomorrow for Thanksgiving and what's your tradition? Uh, family gathering, um, turkey, all the trimmings, and uh, just an afternoon of casual, friendly family talk. Stuffing or dressing? <laughs> Stuffing. Ah, oh, okay. Okay, that's that's the only time I think I've ever disagreed with Bob Walters. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so um, the, the the this new health framework draft is basically. I, I'm I'm thrilled, Bob, that they're giving us an opportunity here in California to give feedback on it, and we really need to because this draft is nothing but a bunch of outlandish indoctrination of little kids about sex, isn't it? It is, yeah. And it's starting this one. This new addendum to the the sex education law focuses very heavy, based on input from the California Teachers Association and the ACLU. And, of course, they're pushing for gender teachings that would be taught in all grade levels, including kindergarten. Yes. Teach, teaching kids all the different varieties of, <laughs> of sexual orientation, which it's fine to teach kids that they need to be tolerant of other 
lifestyles, but to teach them and, and almost push them into being something that they're not is, is what I find abusive, really. Well, it, and this new, this new law forbids the parents from excluding their kids from these classes and excluding mm-hmm. anything that they uh, feel the kids should not. They, w- they wouldn't be notified when the class is being held uh, teaching in, on these subjects. And that's, that's really what a lot of this fight is about. And I would urge all your listeners to gather a pencil and a paper because at the end I'll give them who they need to write to. Yes, and we're gonna, and I'm going to keep this posted uh, in, on Facebook uh, on who they need to write to. You have an opportunity to give feedback. Some of the shocking things in this is that, yes, it's, it's teaching. This, this is not just teaching tolerance. Although these courses are being done, you, the parents cannot opt out because this is done under anti-bullying. That's always the guys, anti-bullying and diversity. But they're not just teaching tolerance here. They're not saying, hey, don't make fun of some little girl here who shows up with weird-looking hair. No, this goes into, they're going to have them be uh, there be read a book called who are you here's an excerpt from this book the book says when babies are born people ask is it a boy or girl babies can't talk so grown-ups make a guess by looking at their bodies this is the textbook some people say there are only two genders but there are really many genders i am girl boy both neither just me and this is supposed to be written on the on, on the blackboard by the teacher and the textbook goes on And for some people, there are more than just two choices. These are just a few of the words people use. Trans, genderqueer, non-binary, gender fluid, transgender, gender neutral, agender, neutral, which is, I guess, being French gender, bi-gender, third gender, two-spirit. Oh, yeah. And there are even more words people use to describe their experience. This is called the gender spectrum. They're teaching this as though it's fact. They're not teaching yeah. tolerances to teach people to, to accept the fact that other people might have a differing view than you. Tolerance of opinion. No, they're teaching this as fact. And, and what yeah. they also go into, which is shocking to me, Bob, is that it's not a coincidence, in my opinion, that the, uh, part of the curriculum involves teaching kids that spiritual abuse is using religion that insists on rigid gender roles. So if you Christian parents think out there that um, you can counter this by what you're teaching in the home, they're being taught in these schools or will be taught if we don't push back against this curriculum that you're abusing them by yeah, sharing Christian values. It's religious view. It's just hard to believe. Just <laughs> where does it end? We, we gave them the acceptance that they sought for so many years, but that's not enough. They, they wanted to take these kids and take them all the way across the board. Well, yeah, and part of why they're doing this in kindergarten, there was a a report that came out yesterday that in one school alone in Great Britain, 17 kids are being put through the transgender process, 17 kids in one high school. So what they're doing now is they're going younger, younger and they're indoctrinating them, they're teaching them, this is the new science, and then they're going to them in kindergarten and say, are you sure you're a boy? You know, or, you know, didn't you, didn't you, you know, uh, didn't you wear a blouse the other day that looked a lot like, or, or you, you think you were a girl, but didn't you wear a pair of blue jeans? They were actually pushing kids uh, into transgenderism. And then they're also getting into a lot of graphic sex stuff. Um, they're oh, getting yeah. into, yeah, the gay or lesbian, bisexual. There's also asexual. This curriculum goes on to say that pansexual is this, polysexual. I mean, it's, it's, it's really crazy. But what is exciting for me, and the good news here, is that we actually have an opportunity to get involved and to push back and to stop this. It's not just enough for us to continue to have these segments. The purpose isn't just to come on here and complain. It's to actually get involved and do something, isn't it, Bob? I agree. And if we don't, it'll become fact, and 
won't be able to stop the tide. So how do people, you said people need to get their pen and their paper out. Yeah, um, there is a, a, a web page they should look at where they can register their objection to what is going on and read more about it as well. It's called Health Education Framework at cde.ca.gov. That's a lot, so I won't, <laughs> maybe I need to say it again, but you need to have a pencil to be ready for that. But um, yeah, give really it to do me need again. to speak give it, up. Give it to me again because I'm going to put it on Facebook and on social media. Okay. Health Education Framework at cde.ca.gov. All right. Yeah, we got to get involved, even if you don't have kids. This is where they're changing our, our country. This is where this is this is the battleground, and we've got an opportunity here. We have until January eleventh, twenty nineteen, uh, to push back against this. And there have been successes here in San Diego with the too much too soon parents uh, and even non parents went to the school board and pushed back against the graphic, pornographic, disgusting sex education plan that was going to be happening for sixth graders, and they stopped it. So they will back down. They absolutely they will. will. Yeah. yeah. So thank you, Bob. You take a thank You're you welcome. so much. I appreciate it. Keep and happy Thanksgiving. Work. You oh, too. All right. One last little piece of education before we go. Somebody sent this to me, and I'm not sure if it's if it's true or not. Um, but a, a message that went out to employees of the Unified School District of San Diego in private said San Diego County School District employees were told to expect a large influx of Central American students after the Thanksgiving break. They were told to ask no questions and that the students would be classified as homeless and therefore entitled to free meals, transportation, supplies, medical, all at taxpayer expense. The district would then request reimbursement from the feds because the more students in the seats, the more money they get. So um, uh, this is what supposedly went around to the San Diego School District. So... Uh, I, I I have not heard. I think that was in anticipation of the caravan kids getting across the border. By the way, Bob's book, Facing Reality in American Education, is available on Amazon. Now, stay tuned because we got more to Andrea Kay show coming up. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a skinny, tiny little break, and then we'll be back. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results may vary. See website for details. But hey, I'm buying a huge flat screen TV so I can finally see it without my glasses. Why not just get LASIK at the LASIK Vision Institute? That's what I'm doing. Uh, my glasses and contacts are a pain. I- I'd love to finally get rid of these, but who can afford LASIK? You can. Because the LASIK Vision Institute is offering dramatically low prices and an absolutely free consultation. Just text VISION22 to 350350. The LASIK Vision Institute has already performed over a million procedures. They use the latest FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Better vision, better value. The LASIK Vision Institute. Make this the year you finally get LASIK. For a free consultation plus an extra 20% discount, text VISION22 to 350350. You'll see for free if LASIK is right for you. That's VISION22 to 350350. FM 96.1 North County. AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. This is Dr. Sebastian Gorka. President Obama's eight years of leading from behind left the world in flames. From Russia's invasion of Ukraine to North Korea's missile tests and a growing ISIS caliphate. 
Under President Trump, American leadership is being restored. But that does not mean our enemies have disappeared. That's why I wrote my new book, Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies with No Apologies. As a former deputy assistant to President Trump for strategy, I explained the threats posed by enemies like Russia, China, and the global jihadi movement. We must know our enemies and have the will to defeat them. In my book, Why We Fight, we take off the political correctness blinders of the Obama years and learn how we can vanquish our enemies without mortal combat. Sebastian Gorka's new book, Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies with No Apologies, is available now from Amazon and Barnes & Noble. FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. AK, Dynamite Madras, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Rolling into our final segment on this Thanksgiving Eve. Glad to have you all here with me. And joining me now is my buddy all the way from the East Coast, C.V. Burton. Hey, C.V., what's happening? Hey, I just wanted to say how thankful I am for the Andrew K. Show. Oh, you're so sweet. I'm thankful for you. We've been buds for a while, and I'm thankful for all you guys at Freedom on Deck and for what you do. Uh, you are some freedom-loving Americans. And so what are you doing tomorrow for Thanksgiving? Well, we're going non-traditional this Thanksgiving. We're doing seafood so we can have scallops and shrimp. <laughs> so totally non-traditional. Okay. Not- I kind of like that idea because I'm not like the world's biggest turkey fan. Um, now I yeah, would say, su- yeah, I would suggest though, if you're going to do seafood, I would suggest like a you know a little crawfish, you know maybe some crawfish pie or you know uh, some soft shell crab because I'm not a big, I, I don't know what that was DJ Carrot Sticks, but uh, I think that was him. <laughs> I think that was, was him that objecting terror- to your that seafood fest. Going on? Okay. No, I was going to say I think that's him objecting to your seafood fest. So any thoughts <laughs> uh, on uh, any of the hot topics of the day? Well, I just wanted to say that. Um, I think the reason why the left hate Thanksgiving is because they are the party of resentment, which is the exact opposite of gratitude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because the Democrat Party is the party of lack and ration. They want to pretend that the world is lacking everything. We're running out of resources. So they have to step in and uh, ration our resources out mm-hmm. fairly. Because mm-hmm. they're all about control. So that's why they hate Thanksgiving. And it's the exact opposite of the message of Christ, who says that, uh, you know, the thief comes not but for to steal, kill, and destroy. Yes. He has come that we might have life, that we might have it more abundantly. Mm-hmm. It's an abundant universe. And that's what another thing I'm thankful for is the abundant universe that God provided. And for his grace and his mercy, which helps us stand up straight and gives yeah. us our confidence so that we're not self-defeated. Well, I love that, and and I'm so glad you called in because you're right. The the left, I would just piggyback on that to add to your point. I would say that part of the reason why the left hates Thanksgiving is because they they've got to continue to convince Americans that America is bad, America is evil. What's there to be thankful for for nothing but a bunch of racists? I mean, I I watched a little bit of a Michelle Obama interview the other day because I was curious to see you know how bad she was going to run us down, and it was worse than I even imagined. I mean, talk about an absolutely hate-filled, 
angry, nasty human being. I mean, for her to say that she just couldn't even smile at Trump's inauguration. This is a woman who could not have achieved anything close to what she has achieved economically, financially, personally, professionally in any other country in the world, particularly since she had to have her law license taken away from her. Okay, and she's going to sit there at the rich, fat as in P-H-A-T in terms of large S, and she's got a scowl on her face in the inauguration. Girl, please get away from me with that. I know. And the American spirit is all about optimism. Yes. You know, the can-do attitude, which really grates on the, on the, on the left. Yeah. Like I said, they want, they want to pretend that we are running out of everything. Right. You know, and they have to ration everything out. Well, I'm so afraid anyway. I've got to ration the rest of this segment, CV, because I've got to move along. But I think, I'm thankful for you, and thank you for calling in. And hey, hey, if your listeners want to hear the New York style of America First, uh, tune into uh, freedomondeck.com. That's right, and you guys are on Sundays from 3 to 5 p.m. on uh, Long Island Radio, I think, 94.9. Check check my boys out, Freedom on Deck. All right. Bye, hon. Happy Thanksgiving. You know, that's a good segue over to my, my other boy, Don Jans, because he talked recently on the show about how uh, the left likes to push that there's not enough resources, and it's always about, you know, rationing. But he actually, Don, Jan join, Don Jans joins me now um, to talk about whether or not pilgrims were the original socialists, the OG of the socialist. Hey, Don, welcome to the show. Happy, happy Thanksgiving, Andrea. Hi, thank, yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you. So what, the pilgrims were socialists? Well, I, I'm going to make a suggestion that around your dinner tables tomorrow, don't talk about politics, don't talk about religion, talk about history. Uh, and, and talk about actual real history, history that's not being taught. Absolutely, when the, when the pilgrims came over, they were forced into a socialistic economy. That was part of the terms of them getting here. That's how they, that's, that's the financiers of their trip said you have to live this way, where everybody owns all the land, and then all the production goes into the central government, and they dole it as, they, as, as perceived need is, is dictated. It was a commune, and, basically. It, absolutely, which is socialism. And Andrea, within about two years, half the people were dead, and the rest were starving. Sounds like Venezuela. Sounds like... <laughs> it sounds like Venezuela, doesn't it? Yeah. And, and finally, Bradford, William Bradford, who was the head of the group, said, this isn't working. We've got to change. Mm-hmm. And he said, here's what we're going to do. Each one of you are going to have your own property, and you're all going to be responsible for your own food. And all of a sudden, the work effort went up. The production went up tremendously. And within two years, they were able to ship enough surplus over to the people that had financed them to get them off their back, and then to go into a full capitalistic society. Yeah, wow. I that's never knew act, that. That's actual history. I never knew that. You know, what a, what a lesson. And, and I, I never knew that because that wasn't taught in schools. Maybe I'm a part of the indoctrination. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, Thanksgiving for, for me when I was a kid was, you know, I, I mean, they didn't, we kind of knew that it was kind of a commune, but they, nobody really broke it down to the way that you did. Um, and, and it's a really important lesson for us. Because that was really what launched our free market, you know, free system of individual responsibility and individual freedom and survival of the fittest. And that's really where the entrepreneurial American spirit in the American culture started. And it is to be celebrated because one of the things that, you know, I've said many times over the show, but it's related to Thanksgiving, is that it's only in America in this system the greatest system in the world, it, it's not a coincidence that that culture is the culture that created flight, the TV, electricity, 
um, you know, think of all the major innovations and technologies and inventions, the, uh, you know, flight, the automobile, the train, the computer, it all came from us, didn't it, Don? Absolutely did. And it's because of competition, competition, which, which the socialists and, and, and collectivists hate. Mm-hmm. And it's all because of, of the, what they call the greed factor. And that is to produce more. And the interesting thing is, is that the, um, the uh, true um, uh, capitalists are some of the most philanthropic people you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. So um, what was the role? So getting back to the pilgrims, what else, what yeah. else is, should we know from that time? Give us, is there any more history that's, that's relevant that we should know about that time and how it relates yeah. to free markets? Yes, the same type of system was set up in Jamestown. The people came over to Jamestown in 1607, and they set up exactly the same type of system. The Virginia Company owned them as well, and they forced them into the same type of system, and they almost went completely extinct as well. And then then they um, uh, switched over to a capitalistic system only to survive. Mm. It was purely for survival. And, and, And the story also goes that the people in Plymouth, uh, understood that they were failing and you're starving. You've got you've to know that you're failing. Yeah. And they knew that the people were down in Jamestown. And so they had some communication. And the people in Jamestown also said, well, you're doing it completely wrong. And so they did learn from each other. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's the beginning of the American capitalistic system. I don't think um, that young lady from from New York is aware of that in history. Yeah. Well, you know, and again, it all ties back to the fact that I had a lot of education segments on my show tonight. I had the the guys from Turning Point USA here. They've got a radio show because they're trying to, you know, help educate young people today as to the truth and, and the value of free markets and limited government. And I had Bob Walters on who's really broken it open for me and others to understand how much damage the left has done to this country by taking over our education systems K through 12. And when you take the history out of the schools and you replace it with lies about socialism and the and anti-American, anti-free capitalism, pro-socialism stuff, then you end up churning out all these little socialists like Ocasio-Cortez and people are voting for. Her. Yes, because they don't know. I, I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure that most millennials, probably all millennials today, well, maybe there's two or three, have no idea that both Plymouth and Jamestown started as socialist mm-hmm. communities, mm-hmm. and they, they, they almost went extinct. They, 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 were, they were gone until yeah. they changed to a capitalistic system. Well, and that was really yeah. the beginning of the American capitalistic system. Well, we need to keep uh, educating everybody out there about the beauty of the free market capitalist system, the evils of socialism, because they're pushing, the left is pushing all day, every day. Uh, to try to turn us into Venezuela. Don Jansen, thank you for what you do. Wrote the book, The Road to Tyranny. Thank you for what you're doing uh, to help educate Americans. And happy Thanksgiving. And happy Thanksgiving to you and to all your listeners. All right, thank you. All right, we got about a minute left. Uh, DJ Carrot Sticks, you, you excited for tomorrow? What are you looking forward to, to the most? Uh, just spending time with my family and my little nephew, Duncan. He's awesome. He's yeah. almost two. Now, now, is he full on able to eat a whole turkey dinner? I mean, or is he still just eating like little baby food? No, I mean, he won't probably eat the whole thing. He'll eat it in little bites, little turkey here, little, you know, peas and carrots and stuff. And it's funny because he's the entertainment now for the whole family. Yeah. Like we used to <laughs> need to do play games or something. We all just watch Duncan now and he just plays with his cars and stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. Do y'all watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Because I guess they may do the parade, but they may do it without balloons. 
Because it's so windy? Yeah, I guess it's windy. I guess the weather's really bad. That's something else for us to be thankful for. I mean, seriously, being here in San Diego, it's like 69 degrees. It's clear. Um, They got rains in Northern California. I think we need to continue to be thankful for all the blessings we've got, down, particularly here in San Diego. Beautiful weather. We've got our family, our friends. Most of us, uh, you know, still have our homes. Northern California, they've got rains right now. Uh, There's still 800 people missing, and it's just really tough times for them in Northern California. So thoughts and prayers for everybody up there as well, and really anybody that's got challenges these holiday seasons. This is typically the holiday season's tough time for people emotionally, so... um, Um, We also want to ask if there's anybody out there who's struggling with depression, you know, tell somebody, please, please, please. Any, any final thought there, DJ cares there? I thought you, I thought you had something you wanted to share with that. No, I didn't. I just, you know why we don't eat turkey eggs? Why? They only lay them about uh, two or three months, every two or three months. Oh, Okay. Thank you for that, TJ Carrot Stick. Hey, we're going to be, all right, join us tomorrow for our Thanksgiving show. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Love you all. Have a great night.